Does your did your headset just tick? Yeah. <laughs> that, okay. that means it's on. Yeah. Right. That that basically means we are firing. Alright, I was like, uh that jack? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, what's wrong with my brain? Yeah, like fuck. Something's going on. Was I the only one that heard that? Yeah. Or? Like, I know we all hit our head at some point, but damn. Yeah, that could happen. <laughs> fuck, we probably all have hit our head a decent amount of times, huh? Yeah, I've never Sad been I've only been knocked out once. Yeah, but concussions probably more that I don't know about. But do you have a bunch of concussions? Mm, knock on wood. I know this is not wood, but behind you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> close enough. Um, I've had like two or three. That's pretty. Yeah, that's good, and that's enough for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah sure. Once was I was on a sixty-five, and a body landed on my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we there's like a a pile up on top of this tabletop. Okay. And a body landed on me, and like I finished the race, no big deal. And we were hanging out after the race, and we were on our way home. And it was like a forty-five minute drive, and we got halfway home, and I just started screaming. No and way. And like eyes in the back of my head, start throwing up. And Holy shit! Yeah, my dad with the, with we we had a suburban and like a seven by fourteen trailer, just going eighty down down the road to the hospital, and. Yeah, I was in the hospital for three days because I had severe Holy bleeding. shit. Yeah. Holy Dude, fuck. that's gnarly. Yeah. And Brain I, injuries are no joke. And they're like, hey, a uh, week later, hey, let's go to Bush Gardens to go on some roller coasters. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's shake this thing up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so then there. I went there, rode some roller coasters, and came back with like a stomach virus. So it just... Yeah, shit just kept going downhill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it, it buffed out. It's <laughs> all that matters. Was, it always does. Like, it always does. Yeah. Your body was like, I do not like what is going on right now. We need to get back on track. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, speaking of getting back on track, what is good, Hesh boy? Hesh boy, say something. Come on, dude. Give us something. <laughs> Tell us about all the chicks you've been talking about. Ah, he's nah, like ah, Tinder's firing, Bumble. Oh, it just should be back of account. He's not, he's not eighteen yet, so legally he can't. But just up your age on Facebook. Look dude, at it's how that it, easy. Look at how red his cheeks get. I know you're blushing. I want to video you right now just to put it on. He's like Hinge is like my business account. Like that's where <laughs> Hinge really went I got downhill. Suit and tie, and I'm ready for the ladies. Hinge lady. started out like in the beginning, it was great, and then it just went to shit. Saw a bunch of fatties and fucking cooked people. Yeah, Miriam knows. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll jump right into this. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Insiders Podcast, presented by WTP Motorsports. Today we're joined by Cody Shock. What's up, dude? Thanks for coming on. Not much. Just a pleasure to be here, and stoked to finally uh, be able to do this. Absolutely. Yeah, we've been trying been, to get uh, one. We yeah, we've been working for a couple weeks to get you on. Busy guy, big race guy. Um, <laughs> big podcast guy lately too <laughs> we uh we're pretty honored to have you in after uh the legendary gypsy tales we are big fans of gypsy tales as well so that's I a w- tough act to follow but we're yeah. gonna do our best here yeah i'm kind of glad he, they went first though like i'm glad he went on them first that way he didn't have to go on go on here second and make us look like shit that's true because yeah. gypsy tales is the goat he's yeah. he's they they have shit dialed that's down all right <sighs> we should be good we got this yeah, yeah, no, we're, Gypsy. We're, we're doing, we're doing all right. We got Hesh Boy. Was Gypsy Tales filmer as cool looking as Hesh Boy? Oh wait, that's a totally different deal. It's, it's not, a whole different deal. Yeah, but he was a good dude. So yeah, no. so oh, he's right cool now, shit. Right now, both. But we both got us. him in the flesh uh, here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're live in this person. Is little, this is a little bit different deal. We got Cody Shock. We brought Cody Shock from who knows where all the way out to Temecula, California. All the way from what Delaware? 
<laughs> yeah. He's like, no, nah, I, I live down the street now. But anyways. <laughs> down the street now, yes. But yeah, Delaware, if you know where that's at, that's the spot. Well, perfect. Good way to get into it. What? Uh, so for the people that don't know, um, you are an up-and-coming uh, fucking shredder in the 450 class. I would say you're probably the fastest kid that's not on a factory team. Absolutely. Um, you've put in multiple top 10 results. What? Uh, give us a little bit of background on on your story, where you come from. That's a it's a long one. Oh, we got time. we got time. I know, I know, we got time. It's it's uh, and take your time. <laughs> so I was I was always that kid that just went to public school. I mean, uh, and on the East Coast, a lot of tracks they don't open during the week. It's just Saturday Sunday. So kind of everybody's kind of forced to be like a weekend warrior yeah. in a way. Um, so grew up riding my local spot, Snake Creek. Uh, I was the only spot I could ride during the week. And if I, if I call it riding during the week, it was like on a Wednesday. Yeah. So I maybe rode three days a week. Luck. I'd be lucky if I get two. Right. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, my parents, a lot of family struggle in racing. That's, that's just a, that's a fact. Um, and my dad and my mom, they they sacrificed a lot for me, but never to the point where they were going to be, like, in debt and, and, like, in trouble. Yeah. It was more like, hey, like, we can't go to this race. We're we going to do what we can. Yeah. We're going to do what we can. And doing what we can was Loretta's. Yeah. And I never I, – I, my first time trying was 09, and my dad told me we're doing one area, one regional, and if you make it, we're going. If not – we're not chasing it. This is this is not. You got one shot. Yeah, we got one shot, and we're not doing this. Like we're not going to be like those other kids going to six two, regionals. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, secure four areas. Spot. Yeah, and it's we weren't doing that. So yeah, growing up, the five or six times I went to Loretta's, it was always one area, one regional, and you made it happen. Cool. If not moved on and better luck next I, year i straight up missed loretta's two years in a row no shit yep i'll and yeah the i think that the changing or the turning point i should say in my career at that point was uh, i went to a youth regional at broom tioga and it was a mud race and i should have went like no problem and i didn't make it because of the rain no shit. As soon as it rained, I choked. Damn. And I I did not ride like Cody Shock. And on the way home, my dad was he was mad, but more so disappointed. You know that saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah. Mad, I hate that one. Yeah. I'm not mad. Yeah. I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah. It is worse, especially from your father. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That hits hard. <laughs> and like I was a kid, I was crying, and he was like, Look, yeah, I'm gonna sell everything. Fuck. If if you don't like get your act straight yeah and i was like Ugh. all right he's like now for every time it rains we're going riding and obviously as a kid you like you think your parents are trying to be like you know all tough but no my dad was he was being honest yeah i just didn't know it was coming for me yeah there's times where it'll be thunderstorming out and he's like we're going down the ride you don't understand that quite as a kid like yep. now I'm sure you look back on that. And no, like, but it does pay off. Dude. Right. It does. Because Absolutely. now when it rains, I, I hate the mud. 
Uh, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people hate the mud. I think I think even when you win, it, you yeah. still hate the mud. But, but if you're good in it, I'm 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 not gonna say I'm great, but I I'm pretty good in the mud. Right, like right. I'm I'm not afraid to like get a little sideways, have yeah. feet falling off, get a little loose. Dad always said you're confident peg- enough. Yeah, Dad yeah. always said foot pegs are optional <laughs> growing up. So <laughs> when you see my feet coming off, I you know <laughs> I, I was told as a young kid, so hanging it out there. Yeah. So yeah. Um, what? I mean, let's let's take it back even further a little bit before we get too deep into it. What um what even got you into dirt bikes? What what started it all? Did your dad race? It, it was my dad rode. He gotcha. never he never raced. Like he would race with his buddies, like you know, at a local track, but not like a AMA race. It yeah. was more just like I bet you this much I can beat you. Type yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so my dad Bragging rights type. Yeah, deal. my dad ran uh, a Honda program. It was called Nipple. Uh, I forget exactly what it stands for it's like national youth projects something administration i don't know but pretty much it was honda would donate a certain amount of bikes to this program that we would get from our local dealership called dime motorsports and he took unprivileged kids every saturday to a sand pit and taught them how to ride and like if they're good in school they would be able to go ride their dirt bike on the weekend. That's mm. sick. Yeah, no, it was that's it was, cool. It was badass, and that's how my sister, when she was growing up, she's older than me. She, mm. that's how she started riding, and then I kind of came into the picture, and I grew up in a sand pit, riding every Saturday. That's so sick. I was that is cool, I, and my I was never. Is that why you're so good at Southwick? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. It's gotta be. Know. It's gotta be. <laughs> Um, but I, I do say yes, mm-hmm. because yeah. that's, it's yeah. more of a natural background. Right. But I was that kid on an XR 50 at the time. It wasn't even CRF. It was XR 50 yeah. and then the XR seventies. And I was breaking the frames on them from jumping and went to the 80. And then my dad finally got me a KTM senior pro 50, had it for a month. It broke. And then he, I was five. I was five, and he got me a kick, 65. I stri- got Damn. a l- lowering kick, couldn't even, like, touch the ground. <laughs> yeah, that's small. Yeah, and I was just that kid that just went all or nothing. Yeah. And uh, I ate crap a lot in the sand, and my dad was like, can't start it, can't ride it. Yep. So there was me sitting up on the tree trying kicking to it. kick it. <laughs> kicking it, kicking it, kicking it. I was like, damn, the damn kicker broke. Like, <laughs> Where's the electric start, guys? <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, so that's how I, I got into riding, and then I saw racing on TV, and I was like, I want to do that, and that's kind of how it started. Your family was pretty open to it right from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and then I I was kind of afraid to hit jumps at first, mm. and my dad was like, I bet you $100. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hit that. You can and do good with money on the line. You, oh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and next thing you know, I was, choo, <laughs> and they're like, and obviously, my parents were a little tuned up at the track. Now yeah. they tell me that. <laughs> yeah, I, at yeah, the time, yeah. I didn't know they were tuned up. But That's like, awesome. Damn. We made a bet that we just lost 100 bucks. <laughs> and, like, obviously, I'm, like, seven or eight years old. I don't know what to do with it. Right. But, um, but yeah. You're just like, thinking Pop Rocks. And that piggy bank was fat, and, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, no, that that's kind of how it started. And it just kind of snowballed into where we are today. My dad never pushed me. Yeah, I, uh, I heard you say that on... Um, on Gypsy Tales, that your dad wasn't, he, he was just kind of cool with you just yeah, having fun. Yeah, my dad, he, <laughs> he he let me start it for fun. 
And then I saw all these other moto dads like being hard on their kids. And I was like, I want you to be hard on me. And he did it for about a year. And it took the fun out. It it, it took the fun out. Like, and my dad started getting angry because I wasn't like listening. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Right. And my mom was like, stop. Stop. Yeah, this isn't working. And now, and ever since I was like nine years old, he'd always slap me on the ass on the line and say, go have fun. Have a good race. Yep. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> Guess <laughs> it's, it's up to me now. It is weird how that works just because like I, when I, I grew up racing and my dad was like the least strict dude as well. I mean, he, at, like at the track, he was just totally chill. Like everybody else's dad would be down on the gate just like in their face my dad's just like standing behind me, chilling, really not saying anything. And then right before the gate drops, he's the same thing. Like, go have fun. And I got to that age too, where I was kind of like, damn, like, would I be way faster if my dad was like up my ass, pushing me, making me do shit. But then again, I never, you really being, got you probably out. not, you know, every yeah. kid's different. You know what I mean? It's right. just how every kid handles it differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some can handle that. I mean, look at Cincerillo, dude. His dad was gnarly. Right. Look at him now. You know That's what I mean? mean. But if, at the same time, that does not work for everybody. No. And and if my dad was like that for me, it probably would have... Look at Nico Izzy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it... it same thing, but it different. definitely would have at least made it not fun for me, and I would have been like, right. uh, fuck this shit. Like, I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying to fight with my dad all the time. Takes the right. fun out of it. So, I mean, that's a that's a weird thing to have to, like figure out that healthy balance with your kid right? yeah yeah and honestly as soon as he started let me have fun again um obviously like if you like as long as i gave it my best shot he was overall okay with it but yeah. if i made like a dumb decision that's when he would be kind of hard on me because you gotta think of it as like if you make a dumb decision in a in a race that could be a dumb decision in life, mm-hmm. right? Like yep. a lot of things that we learn in moto, we carry into real life. That's Absolutely. a really good way to look at it. I've actually never thought about it like that. Yeah, yeah. and it's like... Because if you act reckless on the track and like ride over your head, I mean, that's kind of a good comparison to like your actions in life. Yeah, because yeah. when things get stressful, how are you going to act? Mm. You're not going to just do this and then hope for the best it's like you have to have like a plan of action Mm -hmm. yeah or at least have like a a calculated thought yeah and like it's it's easy for us to like get caught up in that you know like make a dumb decision but it's trying to prevent that right and And that dumb decision is costly most of the time it is and that's what uh tony archer has been drilling me this year is like hey don't let this one mistake in this turn affect your whole lap. Mm. Regroup in the next right. one and move on because you can't control what just happened. Well, yeah. but that's hard as a racer too, though, because it's like you're so pissed off that you made the mistake, you know. But if you can limit that, like just wipe it out of your brain, that's it's probably the difference. Yeah, and it's you know? it's just being patient, right? And patience is key, and it, it's hard, and we all have our own way of dealing with being patient. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's crazy. So my back to what I was saying, like my dad was hard on me with if I made a poor decision, but I now see it. I yep. didn't see it at the time, but like I now see it now and like I'm fortunate. Like that's it's it's one thing to grow up not really understanding, but everything happens for a reason and that's the reason. hundred percent. And I mm-hmm. I've looking back now, it's kinda cool like that happened and 
yeah, just fortunate. You but, can um, appreciate it now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is cool. So, um, I mean, I remember you. I think I found out about you on like eighty fives because I grew up in New York, so I was an, an East Coast, East Coast kid as well. Um, what What was your amateur career like? Like, did you have support? Did you, I mean, you said you pretty much only did Loretta's, but like, what were the normal races that you were doing most of the time? Because I remember you from like English Town, Pagoda, yeah. like tracks like that. But are those kind of the ones that you stuck with or? Yeah. Uh, amateur career is just, I don't know. I heard you giggle at first, so. I, I did. <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh because he was laughing. <laughs> no, and, and I, I laugh out of respect because right. I, uh, did you see my post on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Your Loretta's my finishes. Loretta, yeah, and I I posted that just showing kids like, hey, if I it, thought that was awesome. Loretta's it, isn't everything. Yeah, and a lot of kids they grow up, you know, expecting like, oh, if I go Loretta's and do well, I'll get a ride. Yeah. For some people, that works, and mm -hmm. then others, it just didn't. Yeah. Right. Like, I saw Colt Nichols posted something where he got second in the championship or something at Loretta's in his A class, and he didn't get a ride. Right. Like. It it doesn't always happen, but no. um, no, I was just I was that kid that always kind of hung it out, threw whips. You definitely threw whips. Threw whips <laughs> on eighty five, and feet were always hanging off, and I was just always wide open and on the clutch, and that that that, that was me. That was yeah. K shock, and pe people love that because nobody on eighty fives threw whips. No, eighty fives are pretty hard to throw whips they I mean, are. nowadays kids are starting to oh, figure it nowadays, out a lot more. oh like, god some of those kids are nasty <laughs> yeah but back in our day and nobody threw whips right. on 85s right and i was just yeah that kid that was kind of loose hung it out like that fall on my dirt bike and i never really i never did nationals i just did loretta's and i did minios once besides that it was just local races at like bud's creek or pagoda um I went up to Broom Tioga before, but yep. like I kind of just stoke, uh, stuck local. I, the I the furthest west I ever traveled was Loretta's. No shit. And the furthest south I went was uh, English, uh, no Elizabeth City, North Carolina. Wow. Which is four hours. So you really That's weren't that far down there. <laughs> no, because it was my parents would work through the week and we would leave on Friday and you can't really travel 10 to 12 hours. Mm -mm. So like kind of stuck at local with traveling for maybe five hours right. to a race. And that, that was me. I was just like that weekend warrior that show up to a race Saturday or show up to Sunday morning, right? Race and head out. And there was a, there was a period where I, I wasn't racing a lot. It was just practice, practice, practice mm. because we had to save up for Loretta's because we all, we all know that that place oh my God. Not, with the qualifiers and money the regionals pit. so expensive and then Loretta's itself it, it, it's a lot of money it is and having like we had some support but when i say some support it was like oh this family like donated mm. like 100 200 yeah. bucks for fuel or something and yep. um and I that's got, awesome but that doesn't no it it and that's not enough yeah like, yeah, it's what got me there. For sure. That's yeah. what got me there. When you have nothing, it goes a long way. Oh, yeah. And you're right. very fortunate. And, like, still to this day, when people are like, hey, like, I want to help you out, I'm like, you don't have to do that. And they're like, I know I don't have to do it, but, like, I want to do it. Right. Yeah. And you kind of have to just accept it because. Right. You can't. Yeah. It's almost rude if you don't accept it. Is. It is. 
you can only say no so many times and then it's like okay okay i'll yeah, take it <laughs> yeah and like deep down inside you appreciate it absolutely um, well it's almost like I it's think, not pressure but it's almost like a like a good pressure you know what i mean like hey they helped me get here i want to do good for them too well it's just like every man doesn't want to really show weakness no <laughs> And that's that's like a weakness, you know? right? And you gotta just sometimes suck it up, swallow your pride. Yeah, but yeah. um, but yeah. So like a lot of people like that helped us through amateurs, and um, you know, we would get like twenty, thirty, forty percent off deals. Yeah. At our local dealership, we would pay like fifteen percent over cost, which that's that huge. Goes a long ways. It, yeah, it, it does. And we were racking up some bills because I wasn't nice on wheels and motors and clutches right. and clutch yeah all that <laughs> you, you name it um but but yeah it was uh it was crazy right i mean it, it literally takes um an army it does to do it what it did does. uh what did your parents or what do your parents do for a living so my dad is works out of school a high school and he's a driver's ed teacher no way he loves it that's sick. He loves it. You better be a good driver. Uh, uh, I think I'm decent. <laughs> I mean, I could floor it. <laughs> <laughs> I might not pass the test, but I'm good. <laughs> floor it? But, um, but no, so my dad does that. He loves it. Um, and my mom works for the state of Delaware. Mm. With, uh, She's always like kind of changing what she does. It's always in the same department, but like they always throw new things at her. Yeah. Right. So it's like logistics and doing up PowerPoints for... A budget and all that so yeah she she loves what she does she loves being busy and yeah they're both state workers that's sick that's yep. cool those yep. are good jobs and then yeah. and then you have my sister that she's uh equine so she's a horse dentist what Holy you ever hear shit. that no yeah she, i didn't even know that was a thing yeah, that's gnarly she, she trains horses boards horses. that's cool yeah ho- um yeah that's pretty cool because i'm assuming she i'm Assuming her passion is probably within horses. Yeah. So that's so like, she's doing something she enjoys. Yeah. That's cool. She, it's got to be. <laughs> that doesn't a, seem easy either. She's a badass. That sounds sick. That's yeah. cool. Horses are gnarly. You guys super close? Yeah. That's cool. That, that's like my... Best yeah, friend. That, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But no, it, it's cool. So she chose that path and, and then here I am on the other side of the country just... Doing your thing. Riding my dirt bike. Yeah. You're right. right. Yeah. So... A little bit off topic, but um, one of the things that I noticed uh, on the Gypsy Tales episode with you was you mentioned multiple times, like mental health. Mental health got brought up multiple times on your end. Mm-hmm. So that that's clearly something that you think about, something that you pay attention to. And I mean, nowadays, I mean if you're not in touch with your own mental health and the people's mental health that you surround yourself with, I mean, it, you're kind of blind to a lot going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you care about somebody, that is a real big thing nowadays because, you know, obviously the social media and I mean, fuck even living out here. Like it's, it's a weird deal because one day everything can be going fucking amazing. And the next day things can be going shitty. Yeah. So like what is what is kind of your take on mental health and and you clearly seem to have good mental health. I mean, you seem to have a really good head on your shoulders. You work really hard. You've gotten a long ways from essentially nothing, you know. Yeah. No, it's um that's that's a hard one to explain. 
that's it's very important to know your future mm. right and keep things real we all know even even you as a former pro like it's it's this is not easy no and the people the percentage of people that can say they made it is literally one percent it's tiny and for me i can't even say i made it now are things changing yes right but to make a full living and like retirement no right right and we all have to start at the bottom so i've been very fortunate enough to kind of be smart and surround myself with people that are very knowledgeable and they tend to think outside the box mm. and a lot of those people they've looked out for me my whole life telling me like this piece of advice and this piece of advice and like i kind of turn it into my own yeah and you kind of just form your own path yeah right right um i i was i was actually talking to my parents about this and my my mom actually wanted me to say this and now that we're on the topic is that i personally am okay with being by myself mm. as in like i can be in a room by myself and be completely okay i don't have to go out and talk to people yep it's because i i'm always thinking i've yep. always been a thinker growing up mm -hmm. even in school i like yes i was an outgoing kid and everyone loved me but at the same time i'm I'm just a thinker and my brain never stops and I that can be a good thing and a bad thing uh, yeah I've went over this so yeah. many times because and, I'm the same exact I mean, way publicly it can be a bad thing you know yes. what I mean when you're around a bunch of people it kind of gives you anxiety yes um, fortunately I don't really ever get anxiety mm -hmm. or any of that but it's I'm it's just I, I accept me for me as in like I'm not that guy to just go out and really talk to somebody i've mm. kind of always been approached and when they approach me i'm like okay yeah but for me to mm -hmm. like go out and initiate like a conversation it's kind of hard yeah and me moving out here to california like i had to learn how to break that yeah and i'm slowly starting to get better at it but um but yeah no it's you're a smooth talker like i will say you're for a lot of moto dudes and and I always kind of end up getting back to this and I don't ever want to just sound like I'm like trashing on moto dudes, but no, like it, it's a lot of them don't have a lot of personality and like a lot of them wouldn't be able to sit here on a podcast and right. have a, a solid conversation. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And I, I, I appreciate that. And I, I honestly think me going to school, public school. Yeah, yeah. Public school I a hundred percent agree with that. And even going to, I did two years of college. Like it's not, that's not bragging rights. That's just, that was my path. And I learned a lot in that because yep. when you have to sit in a room and then present like a PowerPoint. Yeah. Dude, I didn't go that far <laughs> for me. Yeah, that's a lot. Right. For right. Me, I had right. to do that. So like in high school, prime example, I, I had to read a book, which I don't read books. Right. I like reading pictures. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I look at magazines style. for the pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if there's a little description, cool. But if there's a whole paragraph, it better be I'm short. Like, I'm like, skipping. ah, <laughs> right. I like cliff notes. Yeah, that was my high school go-to. That's how I survived. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but th my teachers were smart enough to be mm -hmm. like, ah, I can't find it on cliff notes. I'm like, Ugh. like read yeah. a book. No, I'm going to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah. But so like I, I had to read a book and I had to write a whole paper about it. And then I, I had to present my whole paper without looking at it mm. to the whole class. Holy shit. And immediately I turned red. Yeah. 
and I I hated it at that time, but now I realize like it's it's not just about your assignment, it's just the practice and skills that you get from that for later on in life. Yep. Mm-hmm. 100%. And you could honestly probably even use it in racing too. You yes. know what I mean? Like when the pressure's on, you got to Yeah, how do you, you know, act? You got to right. fucking come through. Yep. And and yeah, that's it's kind of just like that that sink or swim mentality thing, mm-hmm. right? Like that can go for being in front of a room full of classmates or sitting on the line at the national. Like when your heart rate starts to get up and your hands start to sweat and your brain starts to get going fast. Yeah. Like being around people is harder for me. Right. Like and I'd rather like sitting on the line. I'm more calm than trying to give a presentation in front of people. I swear. Well, right. And that's the thing is like that, you know, for some people that's way gnarlier yeah. than lining up on a gate with 39 other dudes right. that want to smash you in the first corner. You know what I mean? But class. like, yeah. So my God. Yeah. Right. Fifty class has a lot of respect. You enjoy that. They do. Yeah. They're very nice. They're it's predictable. Mature. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean like I, I remember having to do a public ski, a public speaking class and I mean, I wasn't an idiot in high school, but I just like, I just did not give a fuck. I was, That's my attention, yeah, my attention was just not on what was going on there. Mm. But for whatever reason, I took this public speaking course and I only took it because I knew that I was halfway decent at getting up and talking in front of people. That mm-hmm. never really bothered me for whatever reason. And the teacher that I had for the class was, a gnarly bitch like she was you want to shout her out real quick she was a (laughs) c-word and i don't want to bring her up because she actually helped me a lot if you're australian you could say it yeah if (laughs) exactly if if one of the aussies were here we would drop let me call bilko but but again and i will say like she she was gnarly on me but it made me fucking way better at being able to talk in front of people and i mean she was a fucking bitch but yeah but it paid off right i mean now and and again that type of stuff isn't just for being able to talk in front of a group of people like like what you said before that kind of gives you skills and other things too essentially yeah and growing up my my dad literally said he was like look i know you hate school but because school never came easy to me Mm. i was that kid like were you ever good on vocabulary tests? No, um, I was. A, I was a C to D not average. Bad actually. Like my straight my C's. only strengths in school were like spelling and vocabulary, yeah. and that was the so only you were shit that guy. I was good. At. <laughs> he was yeah. that guy. Yeah, he was that kid. Oh, uh, let me just show up to class, study for ten minutes, and then no, ace the test. Definitely, that was not me. Just because I, for whatever reason, right, when it comes to taking ahead. a test, one day, when it comes to taking a test. I literally, I used to think I had a problem. Like, I would think that I was going in good, and when that fucking piece of paper got down <laughs> in front this? of me, everything went blank, and I had no, I, I would sit there on a question, and I would just read it over and over again, and it would not comprehend in my brain. <laughs> right. I, was, I was just reading it, but yeah. it wasn't actually going through my head. It was just fucking essentially going through my eyeballs and out my ears. Yeah, but... like. So, like, to finish what what I was saying was my dad was like, look, it's not – I know you struggle at school learning material and stuff, but it's not about learning the material and remembering it forever. It's literally just the skills that you'll develop to help 
understand and remember mm. a topic or something yep. for later on in life. Yeah. Because the things that you did to study or the route that you went to understand something more, that's what you'll do later on in life, just with different things. Yeah. And yeah, I, I see that with myself now and it's all on how you handle it. Yeah. So I, growing up like in school, I would really stress out about test. Yeah. And I had to learn, try to calm down. And when I calmed down, I was thinking more. And that's the same thing with moto. When I would, when I stress out, I just f freak out and just wide open yep. and hope for the best. Where yeah. this year now it's like, okay, calm down and actually think about what you're doing and just be more efficient. Right. And yeah, it's, it's all what you bring later on in life. Like yeah. you learn a lot as a kid, whether you realize it or not. It's, mm -hmm. it's crazy. It, it is. is. I, I mean, there's a lot of things that I, hate to say that I learned in school that, you know, I, at one point I was like, I will never fucking need to know this shit. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden something pops up in it's, life where it's, it's not, not that you remembered that it's, you remembered how. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Right. Yeah. Just going through the motions. Yeah. But since we got on the topic of, you know, this year, obviously that's a big topic. I mean, since what, what year did you go pro? 2016. Yeah, so I think I remember you at a few nationals. You always had speed, you know, here and there. But, like, you know, you'd show up here, do, you know, like, I think Southwick, weren't you there 2018? I'm pretty sure you did really good that year. Are you qualified really I, good? or 2018, I don't even Were you, I don't even think I raced. You didn't race that year? It was I, one of the I, years. I, I, oh, no, I did. I did. I'm pretty I sure it was that one. You were running, like, seventh, the one moto, I'm pretty sure. No, that was 19. Okay, 19. In 18, I ran out of gas in the last lap. Okay, yeah. Like, we, we don't talk about that. <laughs> but, we're not going to name the mechanic. But I'm yeah, no, like, I, I've always had, like, moments of speed. I just never right. ever put, like, a full 30 or right. a full day together. Right. So that transitions into my whole thing is, like, this year, dude, you have consistently been, every weekend you bring it 100%. What is the difference this year? Like, what what changed? Is it mental, physical, or kind of just everything? Uh, it is mental, yes, and it's the off-season prep. Okay. Uh, I, I've never had guidance growing up. It was like I said, my dad sat me on and asked, "Go have fun." Yeah. So, so it's up to you. So, yeah. me growing up was, I mean, I've had my trainers, you know, select few, but it was never like um, a race trainer. It was more right. like a technique trainer. Mm -hmm. So I never really knew how to go into a race and be efficient. The mentality just wasn't there. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and I just, I wasn't knowledgeable on that. And now having Tony, he was like, you have a lot of speed, you have a lot of potential, but you're not, you're, you're just not smart. Right. <laughs> and right. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Uh, All right. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Okay, maybe you're right. <laughs> and so when we first started working together, I I hit it a section really good and then the next section completely terrible. And I thought I was doing great all around. And he's like, no. So I had to learn how to take one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. Instead of just thinking about one fast lap, I had to section break it down into right. 
that section and then even just into that one turn mm -hmm. and then put the pieces of, of the puzzle together and then just keep doing that over right. and over and over. And a, a lot of that was with Supercross. And it finally started clicking with Supercross as we got closer to the first round for West Coast. Um, but what was crazy is I was preparing and then I broke my collarbone, which I don't know if really anybody knows, maybe until now. Yeah, but I, I broke my collarbone it was a month before the first round. No shit. Yeah. Of Supercross. Yeah. So I got the surgery and I was on a bike a week later, which <laughs> I, sh I shouldn't have. Okay. That surgery is amazing, though, let me tell you. It is. I it got is. two of them. <laughs> it, when I say a week later, I should say it was exactly 11 days. Oh, no yeah. shit. After, Still, though. Yeah. That's, ba yeah, basically. That's gnarly. So Tony was like, look, don't stress about this. He was like, yep. we're going to go to the track. We're going to ease you back in and we'll build you up to the first round. Because usually, like, with, I don't know about anyone else's, like, boot camp, but with Tony, he was going to ramp me up yeah. to my peak and then bring me back down. And then going into the first round, we were going to ramp it back up. Gotcha. So I was ramping up, and then I got hurt. So leading up to the first round, we started at the bottom again. And we were ramping up and then went into the first round, and it clicked. So it was, like, perfect timing. Um, so I was very fortunate about that, but it was just learning to be patient and take one, one thing at a time and not think about the whole picture. Like I remember going into the first round this year, thinking about the main event and we haven't started doing free practice. <laughs> and you're right. like, I haven't even gotten there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just yeah. thinking that's, about, that's what we all think about. Yeah. It you, is. You just think about, Oh, top 10, top 10, or right? Whatever your goal is. My, <laughs> I haven't my, even done free practice. My goal was top 15. Right. And yeah, I didn't even do free practice. Yet. <laughs> right. Thinking ahead a little bit, but a lot of it. And yeah, like we, that's just how our mind works. And then we had this re reel myself back in. Yeah. Slow it down a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, I was just taking one thing at a time and I even brought that into outdoors. Outdoors, I was so excited for because I was like, this is my strong suit, blah, right. blah, blah. And I got to riding outdoors and I was like, I feel lost. Like, I, wh what am I doing? Like, I don't feel comfortable going right. fast right now. Yeah, and it didn't, didn't feel You kind of screw proper. yourself mentally. Like, wait, like you just hype yourself up almost too much. You yeah, know what and I, mean? I was like, oh, I got to turn it back down again. As soon as I started turning it back down, Mentally, I started getting faster, mm. and we started working on technique and just treating the technique like if I don't do this, like I'm not gonna get any better. Whether it's right all the time or not, I needed to work on it. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of thing, a thing lately for me has been no clutch. Gotcha. No clutch drills. So for you, it's kind of like you. Like you get out there and you just want to fucking attack. Just oh, hammer. You need to oh, like if, hammer if, time. <laughs> if, if Tony wasn't there, yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, it's because I'm like I am straight sand track right. two stroke fucking. Yeah, really? like did, did you just see me blow out that line? I just hit that turn so fast, and then yeah. they're like, really, bud on the on the clock. I was like a second slower. No shit. Yeah, yeah but so I mean, that's yeah, because you lay into the deepest part and you think, oh, that's it, and it's not. It's right. slower. You know what I mean? You lay into. Every corner has a soft spot, and you lay into that. Yeah, so tenth here, tenth there. To it, like over, like to give it like an overall summary is just slowing down my mind. Yeah, with how I think about things and just yep. taking it one at a time. And with going in the outdoors, like I had my 
I had a decent Supercross season. Could have been better. Yes, obviously. But it's a good base. Like you I, were definitely I, showing and there was progression. Showing your face yeah, up there. Like, yeah, like I, I could. I know what I can do, and it's like okay, you gotta take that out of respect and move on. So, yep. outdoors came, and I had to like slow my mind down again. And as we got into the rounds, I noticed that in the beginning part of the series, I was riding overall pretty calm. And then I had my Southwick issue happen. Yeah. And then my Millville issue. The chain. Yeah. yeah. What was the Southwick issue? <clears throat> I something in the motor went mm. and we thought it was electrical because the bike would run a certain way. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to go too far into that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But I thought it was electrical because I was wide open and it just automatically something happened. It was almost like, it felt like a kill switch type yeah. thing. Yeah. Just and, bolt. and it was really a motor, which I didn't <clears> hear <throat> anything in the motor. Okay. So that happened. And then Millville happened and Millville was two chains. And that was unfortunate that's just nobody's fault deals, yeah and millville is my kryptonite so i get it straight up and it, we believe it was from rocks <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah the first one definitely second one that was kind of questionable because there's so much damage right but don't you know we go to fox raceway that following week and there's a weird wear mark on my sprocket and i got another rock in my chain that's weird in, in the chain guide and it's like what <laughs> cloud up. what cloud yeah. is right. over top of me right now um but I noticed that I started to not lose confidence, but just that little bit of intensity. Right? Yeah. So we went into Washugal and I was just like, I'm ready to hammer out. Like I got something to prove. I went in first moto and I was rushing things and I went down twice and I, I, I didn't ride like the Cody shock from round one to round three. Yeah. Right. So, Second moto came. I I was riding way better, but I just simply got fatigued, and I threw up in between motos because it was a piece of dirt in my lungs or something. Ooh. It's not an excuse, yeah. not an excuse, um, but you simply just get dehydrated yeah. immediately when you throw. Yeah. Up. Oh, you're yeah. Yeah. All fluids, hydrate, everything's out the Everything, window. Everything gone. Yeah, you fatigue and like them. I was I I That's knew bad. going into the second moto, I was in trouble. <clears throat> yeah. And at the end of the second moto, I was dizzy. And I came back to the rig, and I was I was so mad that I had tears in my eyes. And I looked at Tony. I said, I'm not happy with how today went with me physically and how I rode. We're going back into boot camp. He was like, for two weeks. I said, yes, sir. So we, You put yourself back into boot camp. Yeah. No shit. Yep. And I, I did my two weeks, and I feel like I'm back to where I was. Yep. And if not even better. So I'm going into this weekend, like, you know what? We got the last, fi- was it five rounds? I think it's five rounds left of outdoors. I think so. Yeah, and we're just going to keep, we're going to start yeah, off. Right, Iron, yeah, yeah, and we're just going to keep building. Yeah. Just build, 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 right. and take one thing at a time and just bring it back to the basics. Yeah. And bringing it back to the basics is my way of saying bringing it back to where we practice in the off season. Right, right. Well, and I think that goes a long <clears throat> way for, you know, uh, that can go a long way for any kid that races a dirt bike. Like, you know, every kid wants to just go out and uh, kind of do that. Like, y- cause that's how you feel fast. Right. Is yeah. when you're able to just go in, slam corners as hard as possible. Right. And like what you said, like you slam an outside berm as hard as you possibly can. You feel like you ripped it. Yeah. But that's probably not the it's fastest not. way to hit it. No. 
you know so i think that can even be a lesson to any kid watching like hey maybe if you're struggling with lap times a little bit just like slow it down to go faster like my dad used to tell me when the track got super rough like hey slow down to go faster yeah because all the other kids slow is smooth and smooth is fast right all the other kids are just going to be sending and they're going to get swallowed by the ruts eventually right you just ride the smoothest line be smooth it'll pay off for you um Are you sick of going to your local motorsports store and getting ripped off? Our guys over at MXBoot.com got you covered. They hooked us up with a promo code to get you guys set up with some freshies. Use code INSIDERS at checkout for 10% off your next purchase of a new or used pair of boots. Their one-of-a-kind boot trading program allows you to get the most boot for your buck. Trade in any brand towards a new or used pair of boots in their inventory. Just send a few pictures of your boots to them on Instagram or Facebook, MXBoot.com, to get an instant trade-in value. And check this out. A full line of Alpine Stars are available featuring the Tech 10s, Tech 7s, and Youth Tech 7s in tons of colors and sizes. Make sure to follow mxboot.com on Instagram and Facebook to stay up to date with the latest news like limited edition drops, used inventory, and featured deals. Definitely hit up mxboot.com. We use them for all of our needs. So hit up mxboot.com for all your needs. You refer to... um, Wow, now I'm gonna Tony a lot. Yeah, almost just drew a blank yeah. on that. You refer to Tony a lot, in which um, Tony is your mechanic. Um, I remember watching Tony when I was growing up, and he was like, I mean, he was like the pro am dude that would show up to like the local pro am races Wax. at like Sleepy Hollow and shit like that, and just destroy everybody. And is he, had, he from Maryland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. And he had the best <clears throat> style. I did watch him die at a whip contest at Sleepy Hollow once. <laughs> I, yeah. He was the sleepy guy? <laughs> yeah, and that was not, like, that was actually super frightening. But um, how did you guys become such good friends? Like, where did that relationship start? Because it kind of sounds like, you know, you uh, you give him a lot of credit for I, your success right now. So, yeah, the, to go back to that, before I go into that, um, I do give a lot of credit to Tony because... Mm. I I'm very loyal to my people and if I, I could not have done all of this this year without him. Yeah. And that is, that's my partner. Yep. Like that's, that, that's my guy. And you got to have one of those to be. Yes. Right. Successful did you choose shit. him as a mechanic or was that just, did that just happen? Both. Okay. I, it was my dream to work with him. Right. And it just came together. It, it, yeah, the situation came up, and I told ML, "Hey, Tony's available." Yeah. And I, at the time, I felt like I re- I didn't really deserve Tony because Tony right. could work. He was working for Bogle, mm. working for Morrell, and then he worked for Pierce Brown. Like so, you had TLD, TLD guy. Right. Yeah, like factory team. Yeah, factory yeah. team to come work with Cody right. Shock. That what has he done? Right. Right. And I, I get that. Yeah. But I knew that if I were to get Tony, that him and I would work really well together and build. And yeah. we're building. Um, so you guys were friends prior. Yes. Well, and so, obviously he knew that. I mean, he saw something. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes. And t- to talk about how <clears throat> him and I connected, it was, I'm from Delaware. He's from Maryland. As you said, he was that guy that showed up and just would wax. He was the guy, yeah. Literally wax ass. And yeah. I was that kid. I was on the fence, standing over 
whatever jump he would throw a whip off of and say, oh my gosh, yeah, every time. Because I was like, how do you do that? Right. Right? And he would win races by like 10, 15, 20 seconds. Yeah. And he'd like, make everybody else look stupid. Yeah, and he was just so smooth. Yeah. And I was like, and obviously like there's a lot of riders that I looked up to growing up, but he was one of the top guys. Yeah. And then I was that kid. I was like, good luck, Tony, blah, blah. And he was like, thanks, bud. And always give me like a fist pump. How much older than he is you? Uh, I think it's five years. Gotcha. Yeah. And I was a, I was a little guy. Yeah. I was like four foot eight solid. Yeah. Until <laughs> I remember I, you being a small kid. Yeah. I was, I was five, two going into my junior year. Damn. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so like then, uh, I'd see him at the races more and then I'd go up and ch- kind of like be around him. And then we start talking and then, um, as you get older, you know, you form relationships and yeah, he's like, this kid's not going away. Like, <laughs> no. And so we started like hanging out at the track. Um, and then I, I actually started living with him at club MX mm. and it was the winter of 2018 going into 19 that's when him and uh kenny day were merging with club mx mm-hmm. the whole traders club mx deal yeah i was there at that time yep mm-hmm. and uh yeah i was living with them and tony and i just like we clicked before but then we just really clicked yeah and it was just like that older brother like i'm gonna poke you until you just you hit me yeah like you know like that yeah. father son type thing where Come you're just on, like fight back, keep fight poking back. the bear yeah i kept poking the bear and then we like we would wrestle yeah and like that was that was tony and i and we still do to this day like we'll be uh at southwick him and i just looked at each other and it was a we dropped everything we had in our hands and we <laughs> just, just out of nowhere started wrestling friday and uh, that's funny whoever saw it you're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, because yeah. you know what? Him and I have so much fun. Like, Those are the best friendships, though. We are, yeah. Okay, we go into the hotel at, uh, I think it was Red Bud, and he got, like, what mud race? High Point, sorry. It was High Point. They got mud boots, right? Because mm-hmm. we were supposed to get rain. Yeah. So he's carrying, the, he's carrying the mud boots in the hotel, and I'm like, hey, Tony. He's like, what? I was like, put them down. I literally kicked the boots right out of his hands, <laughs> right? We start wrestling in the hallway. <laughs> We're third floor just up, just, just just going at it. And as soon just as we, you two? Is there other people around? No, just us two. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know it's real. Yeah. Like, yeah, this isn't for anybody. It's not a spectator sport. Fuck you. It's personal. No, right. it's just like, oh, we're going. That's awesome. And like, you know, we're like wrestling each other. And obviously he wins. But for now. Yeah, for now. For now. You know, we're gonna, yeah, off season. Go, yeah, get him. <laughs> it's but, bulk season at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we, what's funny is like, as soon as we get done wrestling, we get up and these people walk out of the room. <laughs> And they look at us. Thinking you're fighting or something. Yeah. Well, we gathered ourselves already. We're just walking like nothing ever happened. (laughs) They have no idea. (laughs) They have no idea that like some WWE just (laughs) in the hotel room. But but no, so yeah, Tony and I, we just clicked. And uh, the very first time I worked with him was 2018 Iron Man, the final round. And I I, I didn't make it in to the mains for outdoors in the 250 class. No Uh, shit. Yeah. Like I... It was a it was a mud race and they let B go go out before A. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those races where B group got a really good track. Yeah, yeah. And 
obviously in mud you just go deeper and deeper into the yeah. ground mm-hmm. and i qualified like 20th in the a practice no so one in a made it i don't think not really that year everyone in b made it and, and the only reason the top like 10 and 250 got in was because they're top 10 in points yeah, yeah they're mm. seated no one actually qual. i think one person might have qualified kind of a rig job it yeah. was so bad and i was like dang i finally <laughs> get to work with tony and pff, i don't even make it this ain't it right right <laughs> so and then yeah coming into this year it was just like we were best friends and we get to work with each other and not only that tony to me he's a brother first um a best friend yeah i mean he's like a life coach uh he tells me what not to do and kind of gives me advice on what to do and i'm like okay and i just listen and it works yeah and then yeah he's my mechanic but i don't just see him as a mechanic i I see him as a brother yeah and the whole package and again that's that's the best way to be successful in the sport because again like absolutely you don't have anybody else down on the gate with you no, like you have no. your mechanic and it's not like you get to have a life coach down there giving you that pep talk while your mechanic is checking it, everything it's right. sometimes not even the pep talk like you can just look at each other and you know yeah <laughs> right it, it, it's just the look it, yeah. It, yeah well you can feel his confidence in you right like you can be like all right he fucking believes in me like probably more than you do in yourself sometimes right. yeah 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 and if he sees me like start stressing out or not stressed out, but like start just thinking about things too much. He's like, Hey, he can tell real back in. Yeah. Like get your shit together. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. nobody here has any name or number on their jerseys. Yeah. You're with the best 40 or 20, whatever supercross outdoors right. in the world. Like yeah. you're one of them. Go do you. Right. So, but now him and I, I mean, and we're, I don't know if I said, but we're roommates. Mm, no so, shit. yeah i see them every day and it's it's game on it's every <laughs> that day that is hilarious so and you're working together at the track you're never away from day. each other no right. no and it, it, it all starts as soon as him and i both walk down in the morning to make our cup of coffee you just look at each other and, <laughs> and like <laughs> that is funny I, I, like I'm, I'm not one to usually like say this like on podcast but like, he's just like what the fuck do you want? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, it's like stepbrothers. <laughs> hey, Tony, love you too, dude. <laughs> like, you want to fight punk? <laughs> that is awesome. See, me and Dylan, me and Dylan live together also, but we can't do that because when he wakes up in the morning, he's a zombie. And oh, he, dude, I need oh, my coffee not, and then I might see you. He's not functioning until. Well, that's like Tony's a zombie too. Ah. But he sees Those me. Those are fucking with me, Ritter. That's, yes. Yeah, I'll that, kill you. That might be a good idea because I wake up at six and I'm ready to go. Yeah. Like, meanwhile, I, I roll out at fucking eight. I'm and trying I'm just to like, like tell him ideas and shit that i have at like 6 30 like, i don't want to hear it yeah, can i he, talk to you in like 30 minutes no he'll literally be like dude i don't hear you right now like everything <laughs> you're saying right now it happens is, is not happening for me yeah. yeah like you might you might tell me something but it's gonna go not maybe not even in yeah but it's definitely gonna go out yeah. like, it's gonna fucking rebound off my forehead yeah <laughs> like, it's not it's, even, not it's not even coming near me <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't got it i'm sorry i ran i run out of talent in the morning Hey, hey, we all have our moments. We do. I just don't wake up with any coffee. Gives me a little bit of talent. All right. But I ain't what I was. So d- he doesn't race or does he ride anymore or anything? Oh, he rides. He Was he, was ride. he riding the other day he, at Paula? So he, he rode yesterday. Yeah. No way. Uh-huh. Hey. Dude, he was ripping. Yes. Yeah. He. I he, thought it was Carson for a second. No. The, the man rips. and. That's so sick that he can just hop on a bike still. And, and I'm telling you, he hits turns better than me. No shit. I'm like. He's super smooth. I'm like. Ugh. 
<laughs> like fuck you dude <laughs> I'm gonna blow that corner out just to piss you off now yeah like oh you thought you had a good line there I'll leave it up to me I'm gonna yeah. blow that shit out oh you're not sitting here watching it but you're no, on the other side of the track at the same time it makes sense because everything that he drills into me he does yeah and, right and like, it makes it make yeah, sense yeah he's not a hypocrite he stands by his, he practice what you preach exactly. you know what I mean that's yeah exactly but no, no Tony's Tony, a good dude Tony was laying it down yesterday he threw was threw some whips over the table <laughs> and I was like this man is just testing him laying it down which i love it and yeah. i don't know if you saw my ig but i wrote on it the saying uh you suck you jackass i love that <laughs> i wrote it on the board i gave it to him and oh i did see that yeah. i had no idea what that was for though yeah happy gilmore no shit <laughs> yeah and i knew what it was what it was from but i didn't know that that was out for tony yeah but it was out no for tony and he comes back and he's like huh really that's how you're gonna do me <laughs> <laughs> next time you're leading a moto he's just gonna put fucking you suck jack that might give some cool motivation though that'd make me laugh yeah come on come on you just get the boy. whole shot you're out front lap two and he just puts jackass that would be <laughs> epic if that that would actually be really sick yeah we, we watched uh oh, major pain ah. yes i think it was yesterday i haven't seen that oh and it's like i've heard about i've uh, heard good things about it but this this like fat kids trying to do sit-ups Mm. And it's like, one, tubby, tubby, two, tubby, tubby. Come on, bacon boy. <laughs> so, like, that's what Tony tells me. If I'm, like, struggling at anything, he's like, come on, bacon boy. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, now you have to. Now you got to do me like that. Yeah, but no, it's, that's funny. it's always a good time. That's cool. Yeah. That's what keeps it fun, dude. You just, that's what prevents burnout, you know what I mean? As long as you keep it fun. Yeah, and even with training, like, he he's pretty hard on me. But, like, at the same time, he keeps things kind of light. Yeah, and right. like you said, you don't want to ever get burnt out. You always no. got. We started it for fun. You got to continue it for fun. Mm-hmm. But there is a time to be serious. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what? So far up to date, what is your best outdoor result? Eleventh overall. And where was that? Redbud. You mm. did get uh, under tenth moto finish though, right? Like a ninth or a tenth. Not yet. Oh, you, oh, you okay. have So eleventh is the actual best finish. Yeah. I thought you did for some I, reason. I, no, I thought there, there was a tenth. No. No. Um, Hartraff got that. Mm. Props to him. You guys but, grew up racing together, yeah, didn't you? That's my boy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But you've been up there. I mean, oh, just yeah. a couple weekends I, ago, you ripped a start. I mean, Washugo was in ninth for like fifteen minutes. Yeah. Do you Bob, and him ever give each other shit? Who? Hartnraff, like, oh, maybe next time I'll get you. Oh no, straight up, like, yeah. he'll he'll DM me. We're at the race, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> between motos, think you're going faster and all. <laughs> and then That's like, funny. we'll see each other on the line, and he's like, how you feeling? I was like, hi, good know? enough to win. I was like, do you know, just another day on a dirt bike. And he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, right. And he's like, huh, a tenth? Yeah, all right, yeah. See you out there. But yeah, like him and I just, it's, that's cool. It's just chill. Yeah. I mean, we you, grew up racing together ama- like in amateurs and he, he excelled. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then it's kind of like, I'm not going to say I was delayed, but from I him was, I was on my, bit. yeah. From, yeah. F- if we're comparing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Him and Cooper. Yeah. We're yeah, Justin's was the biggest turnaround dude, Justin. because I remember racing him at Minio's and he wasn't even a top guy. And then two years later, he wins everything in A class, and then he's a factory star guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, like winning nationals. Yeah, like, and what, what what did I miss here? I I, I don't know. What did you eat? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. But you know what? Like props to him. Like right. it, it does come for some people. Right. It just happens. And yeah, it happens and it's for, cool seeing it. Like he was a public school. I was going to say another yeah. kid that graduated public school. Right? Yeah, and it goes to show that it you can do it. And sometimes I even think it works better. Like again, 
like you have to be the right person for it. Yep. Like not everybody right. is going to go to public school and get motivated enough to go win a championship. Right. But there are certain scenarios where going to public school did not hurt the kid at all. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, it it's crazy. And yeah, props to him for doing that. And when it comes to Brandon and I, him and I are, I'm not going to say at the same level, but like right. it's, it depends on the day. Yep. You guys have been really close a lot. I feel yeah, like. yeah, and it's it's always right around each other. It's not it's not just in the motos; it's in qualifying. Right, it's right. Like, all right. Well, if Brandon ran that, I can run that. Yep. Right. And if Brandon finished that, there's no reason why I can't finish that. Mm-hmm. Right. So him and I have been basing each other, basing off each other this whole season, and I think it's kind of cool. You For know, sure. two two yeah. guys that race in amateurs, and then still even at the pros, you know, at the top of our sport. Well, that's and cool. that's the thing is like we are in the gnarliest time of racing right now in the 450 class. Like that 450 class is it's, it's got to yeah. be as stacked as yeah. it's ever been. So for both of you guys to be kind of still battling with each other after racing your whole lives in in on a gate with 38 of the best fucking dudes in the world. Yeah, that's I mean, that's got to be pretty sick. That's got to feel good. It, it is. It is sick. And it's. You know, it just goes to show, like, the kids growing up, like, whoever you're battling with right now, you may be battling with them for your whole entire your life. Your entire life. Right. I mean, you have you have <clears throat> some of those guys that you battle with hard in amateurs, and then they kind of disappear because that's th- their life took a different route. Right. Right? But then you have some of those guys, like, for me, Brandon and even Justin. Right. Where you, you continue. Yeah. And now it's, like we see each other all the time and, and it, it's it's crazy how it works it is it, it truly is you've got to be feeling pretty good about this this season though because i mean the the names that you are able to you know kind of see yourself around all the time as for lap times right. and positions and stuff i mean fuck you're literally i mean i'm a Max Anstey's a very good friend of mine and i good see dude. you always end up really battling around right. max and right. I mean, before I became friends with Max, I was a big fan of him. Like, I used to stay really up to date with MXGP shit. And, I mean, I remember watching Max beat Jeffrey Hurlings and... It's insane. And Cairoli and, like, fucking everybody that I thought were <laughs> yeah. the fastest, best yeah. dudes in the world. You know, and then he comes over here and obviously he's got some, you know, struggles that he's dealing with. But, I mean, you're going out and you're battling and sometimes beating max anstey like well and real quick to add to that too like i mean i'm sure you'd agree but there was probably a day where you were sitting on the couch watching dean wilson thinking like legend and now you are battling with dean wilson and beating you know in certain motos right like yeah that's it's kind of surreal it it depends on the situation yes but no it, it it's crazy being that kid that yeah like you said grew up watching on TV, seeing these guys get their championships. Right. Yeah. And then here comes this kid from Delaware that one, nobody really knows Delaware's a state. They don't even know where <laughs> that's it's, fa- it's kind of fair. They don't even know where it's located, which <laughs> right. I mean, it's I, up North. Yeah. It's, 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 it's over there, you know, yeah, it's North um, East, but yeah, like it's, it is crazy to see that, but you also got to be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't just be, I can't let that ego get going. No, not of that. Like you have to just, we're all accept, human. Yeah, you have to accept that that's where you are. Yeah. Right. And for me, I'm not going to 
I'm not bragging about this, but and I sometimes think it, it hurts me, but I'm very humble mm. and I don't I don't see myself as being like that eleventh best in the world or right. top twenty. I, I yeah. I'll say top fifteen best in the world right. like yeah. with the series right like i i don't i don't view myself as right that. i just view myself as cody and ride a dirt that, bike for fun <laughs> i do it for fun and that's where i end up right right so i never put myself like i never say like i'm that guy mm. right but is it is nice to know that you know that you are one you know I, what i mean i i am yeah yes but, but that's the best way to be just but with me personally i'm i'm never like I, I just I just don't put that right. status or that, yeah. that yeah. label on myself. Yeah. Yeah. When when did you make the transition from like not having to worry about money? Like when did you go from like, okay, riding my dirt bike is not my job? Uh, I'm still not there. Really? Still not there. Um I mean I did hear you talk about the, yeah, the money deal on Gypsy Tales I, a little bit and so I mean coming into the season like I, Mike was like, look, I'll, I'm going to pay for your rent. Yeah. And that's, that's your salary. Mm. My salary is my rent money. Yeah. So, and I was like, okay. I mean, if that's what, it, sometimes you have to like invest in yourself. Absolutely. To, mm-hmm. and how to old make are you? yourself yeah. better. I'm 23. So you're still okay. young. So I'm still young. Well, and that, that does add up too. You know what I mean? Rent like, is not cheap. Yes. I, I am 23, but there's also other people that are 23 that are way more successful as in financially mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so you, you shouldn't ever compare yourself but for next year things are changing so i i can't say that any longer which i'm proud i'm proud to say that yeah. you know i'm at that point where i'll start to earn something and i mean it's a start you got to start somewhere for sure but um no to answer your question i'm still i'm not i won't say struggling because i i have a lot of things covered yeah. for being on this team but i can't do anything like outside of racing right like enough to get done what you need to get done yeah yeah. like i can't say oh let's just go out here and have a good time like we're going this trip like you gotta manage everybody deserves to have a vacation yeah right Mm -hmm. and i'm in no position to do that i'm like nah i'm just gonna lay back at home chill which i'm okay with yeah, I'm I'm okay with Get that. Get top seven, I'll take you to Cabo. <laughs> <laughs> you got a deal. <laughs> Dylan's like, fuck. I actually have no. To do I need that. someone to go to Cabo with. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. But um, but no. So, yeah, it's I'm still in that situation, but things are changing, and I'm very fortunate enough, and it's it's nice to kind of see that hard work start to pay off. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a, another chapter in my life. Like, okay, right. this is where I'm at. Let's see how far we can build. Yeah. And I will say, like, I, um, I've i actually became a fan of that team that you ride for, that, that Michael Lindsay's team. Mm-hmm. He's done a great job with that team. Yeah. Absolutely. And, I mean, I, I always get to this point every single time. Hesh Boy's not even listening. He's sitting there on his phone. He's snatch chatting. I literally always get to the point where I end up borderline sucking the guest dick. But Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Whip it out. <laughs> I basically became a fan oh. of that team because of you. Like, wow. That, I mean, you started doing better and like, I started to pick up on who you were more. And like, I 
started watching your fucking practice clips on Instagram and shit. And I'm like, dude, this kid's fucking fun to watch. Like, and I appreciate it, that. And again, you're, you're very humble. Like you're, I, I think you're very marketable. I see you as, you know, he, he's going to actually have to figure out what he wants to do with you because he's, somebody's going to pick you up. Like one of these teams are eventually going to be like, all right, this kid is up and coming. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Like, how so? How long essentially do you plan on staying with Michael Lindsay's team? Um, or is that I, something that you haven't really even I, thought about? I, have you been approached? Like you don't have to get in details, but have you been approached by other teams? Yes, like factory teams. Not not factory, no. but just good offers. Yeah, I have I have been offered, and it's I'm. <sighs> It's loyalty. I was just going to say, I think this goes back to the loyalty thing. It is. It's loyalty, and I'm not... And it's working. It's working, yes, and I'm not a person just to hop on a gravy train. Yep, right. Just run with it. Like I I see this team building, Yep. Mm -hmm. and I want to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, Because I I feel like that adds value. Absolutely. In itself. Yeah, it does. Um, And same thing with Tony. He sees this team being much more than what it is now and i i said it on gypsy and i'll say it here again like there's no reason why we can't be the next like geico right if you do all the right things and you uh, like mm-hmm. and you just take it step by step but being loyal the mm-hmm. entire time yeah. it has it, a lot it, to do with it. It, it you have a lot of potential yeah. right well because at the end of the day if that transition came and they get offered you know champions and there's one open spot. Who do you think they're going to give it to? The guy that they like, the loyal kid yeah. that's been there the whole time. Yeah, and it's <clears throat> it goes a long way. I I haven't really, I never really <clears throat> entertained the idea with the offers that I've or the people that have been interested in me, only because I actually am very very well taken care of here. Yeah, um, I know I'll, some other privateer teams like some things are covered and some things are not and with me personally like my deal is honestly really good yeah. like i'm very fortunate enough for that so yeah i i just see this thing building and we'll just kind of see where it goes yes i want to be on a factory team yeah hands down every like, kid everyone does even like <clears throat> that's the point of a privateer team right it's to give you the best equipment that to is available that. And do what you can, and if you earn a factory ride, go to the factory ride. Right. So, for me personally, I'm going to be on this thing as long as I can until a really good offer comes. And when that day comes, it's not ending on bad terms. It's 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 a thank you. Thank you for bringing me. Well, I think that's what Michael wants. You yeah, know what and I mean? that's, that's that's his goal. Yeah, Mike. That's why Michael started it. He yeah. sees people that don't always get the opportunity mm. in this sport because let's be let's be real this industry is very cutthroat oh, yeah so cutthroat no i was matter, hoping that you were going to use that word because that was the exact word i had in my brain <laughs> because no matter how great something may be you don't know what's behind that door no right no. and yes you know this industry is great right if, yeah. if you let it be great yeah but it can get dirty Real quick. And yep. that's not even just with moto. That's with life. That's with anything. That's with right. life. That's with any industry. I mean, I just recently got into F1 and I found out how fucking The documentary corrupt. series will do. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's one of the yep. most corrupt sports 
ever. Absolutely. It's yeah, it's bad. I got an F one a little bit because of Tony because he'll mm. he, he's the guy that wakes up in the morning and he's watching he'll be at 4 a.m. Yeah. on the couch watching oh, yeah. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. sick yep that's I'm turning into Ritter will guy. be there soon but yeah. it, it's so cool though because I mean it's nice to be not involved but entertained with another sport yeah I, like me personally I find moto to be it's what I think about the, the most yeah but it's not what I want to watch all the time. 100%. I want to watch like skateboarding. Yeah. And bicycles. and Glad to hear that. Like just surfing. Like honestly, golf. You yeah. learn. I know. Yeah. As a yeah. kid growing up, you don't really get You're into like, golf. Golf. But and then I know. now it's like. But once you get to know like the players and stuff in, in the game itself, like I'm sure you game. go and play too. Yeah. And it's. <clears throat> playing, I, I suck, but it's fun. I, I suck too. I, dude, I buy balls just knowing <laughs> they're gonna be gone. i got enough to get through <laughs> i gotta get the flore- i gotta get the fluorescent colors because i lose them so much <laughs> yeah it's like oh shit hey sometimes i just hope to hit the ball four Usually, five <laughs> six seven eight <laughs> if i if i leave and i hit every ball that i fucking oh i've on, missed I'm, so many swings. i'm chilling yeah i had a successful night i embarrassed myself yeah no it's oh, it's so much fun that i think that's super healthy though like it's if if moto is just on the mind 24 7 it's you get I, it'll drive out. you nuts yeah you get burned out and it's i don't i mean fuck i i think it's the coolest thing in the world that ken roxon goes and surfs all the time i think that's yeah. one of the sickest things ever. Yeah. i feel like he has the most fun of any factory top dude you know what so I mean? right. him or barsha or yeah jason. I, I feel like you don't see as much on jason and barsha you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. unless you know them <clears throat> like ken posts i mean pretty much everything he does yeah for the most if, part so like wake if, surfing this that the other surfing yeah if jason was more like active on social media i think people would be like yeah jason is fucking dope yeah jason's cool he's just very private he's awesome i so i like i obviously i know jason but jason at i guess at the time never really knew me which yeah that's 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 fine yeah right I'm, i'm just a big i'm a big fan hell yeah and i went in the dbk the one day i think it was honestly like last week and he walked in with Matt Keto Rice. and yeah. Yeah. And because I know Matt and then Jason walks in, I'm like, oh, that's, that's Anderson. That's yeah. Right? Like, I'm still it, that right? dude. I'm I know. like, oh my God. Like, Should I, look at I don't want to have right. to race you. I like you too much. I was like, damn, you're a badass. Yeah. Right? But then, like, you know, like, gave fist pump and yeah. it's like, what's up? I'm Jason. He's one of the chillest dudes. He in is. The world. And yeah. I, like, I learned that. Always quick. gives you the time of day, too. I learned that quick and then I was like, no way. Mm-hmm. And it, what's crazy is we're all normal human beings. It's just, it's what it's we crazy, excel right? at. And yeah, when right. you excel at something, people tend to blow the rest out the door and they're like, like, they're, oh they're my, superhuman. They're like, oh my, you can't talk to them. And it's yeah. like, why? Why? It's because they're, they're professional. Like you can't do that. I'm like, Okay. Okay, but uh, when he leaves here, where's he going to go eat? Probably the same place you're going right. to. Why? Because we're all normal. We probably right. go to the same coffee shop in the morning. Okay. Yeah. It, it is weird. Like I, I mean, I was fucking fans of everybody when I moved out here. I mean, maybe not. I don't like the word fan, but 
I supportive. Looked, yeah, I looked up to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Robbie Madison, Twist, respect fucking, everyone and what they do. Anderson, yeah. like I mean, and I'm very <clears throat> in touch with the industry. I like, I know of. You're in a hot spot. Just about everybody. Yeah. And and even before I lived out here, like I wanted to be out here because I knew how important it was. And again, like I was just always so in touch with the with the sport and in the industry from social media and fucking I followed everything. And then I get out here and you know, now I, I work for Maddo and I hang out with Twitch and you it, know, I'll go out with Jason sometimes. And, life. Right. And it's it, and exactly some, that. And at one point in the past, it was such a big deal. Such like, a big like, deal. Like, dude, I grew up watching the sickest videos of Robbie Madison. Never thought I would ever meet him in my life. Right. And that, now I'm at his 40th birthday party giving him a hug. You know what I mean? Like, right. Wait, it's and, just weird. Like, and exactly like that. Like, these dudes are... It's... It sounds fucking silly, but they are totally normal dudes. The most normal dudes yeah. ever. Like... And some of the best people I've ever met, right. like Maddo and his family are some of the best fucking people I've ever met. And you notice that they don't really like they'll talk about Moto with you, mm, but they don't barely. ever no, want to talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's not. not the, it's not it, the first well, thing. They you don't want to talk up. about what you do the whole on the whole daily. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right, like I when you come home from riding at the track, you probably don't want to go out and talk that night about Moto. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like if somebody comes <clears throat> up and want to talk about, absolutely respect it. You yeah. Know yeah. What? Like I. Thank you for being a fan. Yes, I'll talk to for you sure. about yeah, it. Yeah. But it's it's not what you want to talk about all the time because mm -hmm. it's what you do all the time. Right. Like you got to that's why we have other hobbies. Mm -hmm. And with those guys, it's like they're so much invested in the other things right. that you would never know. Mm -hmm. Like okay, yeah. For instance, Twitch. Yeah, he was badass on a dirt bike. But what's he love doing? I think he loves golfing more than anything. Golfing? <laughs> Have you seen his truck? Yeah, his trucks. Yeah, he exactly. Right? He, he he's into other stuff. He want yeah. He wants to be in other stuff. Mm -hmm. And he like he, when him and I talk, like yeah, we talk about like me and my racing and other like Carson racing. And yeah. He is, he wants to know about what's going on in it in the industry. Right. But then it's just like yo, you see, look what I'm getting done to my truck. Or yeah. Look what I'm building. Yeah. And like that's when the conversation really kicks off, and like mm -hmm. that's the best time, right? Well, honestly, most people probably would have never guessed how good of a businessman he is. Oh, he's so smart. You know what I mean? Like yeah. most people that ride dirt bikes. I mean, not to talk shit, but like not maybe the brightest bulbs. The homeschool thing. If you're homeschooled your whole life, you probably didn't do it. Your mom probably did it for you. Right. Like, yeah. You know, let's but be, but honest. he is a smart <laughs> dude. He is, and and that's one of the things that I found out very quick about him is like damn this dude knows like he got here for a reason yeah. you know what i mean like hard work and all that goes into it too but like this was not fucking cookie, cut, cookie cutter drawn out for him like he fucking worked no he earned everything he has he earned he, everything he, he has and you notice the people that he surrounds himself with are exactly they're all good motivated people they are and, and they all earn their way and he doesn't hang out or associate with himself with negative people nope not at all and, and he's one of those dudes that like i've said it time and time again like he it, once you're kind of in his circle a little bit he'll do just about anything for you like and and that's vice versa right like if yeah like if you're if you're good to him he'll be good to you 100 percent. and that's with anybody right. i mean I, I i would like to think that's how i am yeah. like i i trust everybody mm -hmm. 
fully until they give me a reason not to. Exactly. And that yeah, can life's get, too short to wait which, and wait and wait and wait and then be like, can, ah, I might trust you. Fuck that. Give it, me a reason not to. It can it can hurt you. Yeah. It but, can. But that then can definitely again, stab you. But yeah, but that's with anything in life. With got, women. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So how um how did you meet Twitch? How did your guys' friendship come about? Because, I mean, I was down at the warehouse before, like the day before Paula, and he was a big fan of you. He, th- he was like, dude, you boys better watch out for fucking Cody Shock because he's coming. Which is funny because, like, I, I met Twitch at Cahia for uh Matt. he loves kahia yeah <laughs> he's a yeah. Kahia assassin yeah um and do, do you know maddox soto six six one uh so maddox is close his sister or there's some type of relationship that they're close with twitch mm. and it was for his birthday ride day gotcha and i was invited and like i showed up and i saw twitch and i was like I was with ML. I was like, dude, Twitch is here? Yeah, right. I was like, oh, like, that's, that's so sick. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm, I'm like a big... Should I ride next to... Is it rude if I pass him? <laughs> right? Like, like yeah. will you be pissed? I'm just straight up being a fanboy right now. And then, obviously, ML, aka Talking Boy, he <laughs> obviously goes straight over the Twitch and starts talking. So like, I, you know, make my way over there. I'm like, how's it going? Yeah. He's like, what's up, man? I'm Jeremy. I was like, I'm Cody. You're like, I know. I mean, <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know. Who yeah. are you again? <laughs> and then, like, I went out, did my motos, and, like, I don't know if he watched. Like, I I just know, like, I met him that day. Yeah. And what's funny is you say that before Paula because I didn't really know Jeremy at that time. Mm. Um, I think it was more like I know of him and he knows of me. Like, yeah. it's, it's more of a name to face rather right. than just a face. Yeah. Uh, but I got in contact with him through Kenny Bell. Mm. Kenny Bell, he lives. Kenny's a G. Shout out to Kenny Bell. I love that dude. He's Kenny such Taco a good dude. Bell. Kenny Taco Bell. Um, he lives six houses up from me. Mm. Oh shit! So, so, that so we're neighbors. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, so obviously Ken and I got close, and he was like, "Hey, like when I going into this year." Carson, when he signed on, he brought some sponsors to the team. Yep. And DBK was a sponsor of Carson, mm. but not the team. Gotcha. Which, th- cool. Yeah. No big deal. And Kenny was like, we should get Cody on board. So Kenny came down. He was like, hey, like, let's get you in contact with Twitch. I was like, all right. So we are already running the logo on the bike because Carson and, and I's graphics were the same, mm. right? And we already had DBK on the front fender. So you were already kind of repping them just because I was of repping them steel. just to rep them, which I was cool with. Yeah, you know, like yeah, it, it's it's Jeremy. <clears throat> like that's a badass. He's really good for our sport. Yeah, people love him. His brand is he's earned it. the spot. <laughs> yes, yes, he's he's earned everything he has. Like you said earlier, and I went down to the warehouse and met him met bakes met yep. tim yeah uh, shout out to literally all those guys they, they Behrman, take good care of us wanky too. all those guys and i'm just like i know all of you but i know none of you know me which yeah, yeah. i'm like i'm cool with that yeah and I, I was just idolizing all the helmets that he had on the wall the, yep. the bikes that are hanging from the ceiling yeah i was That's like sick. no way and they're like well let's get you hooked up and 
I got some apparel and and then they're like, yeah, just come in whenever. And me being me, I'm kind of shy and like I don't ever just want to walk in yeah to a building and like hang out. So Bell was like, yo, come in. Like you're like knocking at the front door. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I, he, and he was like, yo, come in. I was like, all right. So I go there, hang out, leave, and like eventually I started to warm up. Yeah. And it's a forming. super cool environment there it too. Is. Like and. I'm just that quiet kid and mm-hmm. I had to open up. And once I started opening up and form more of a, just like a, a sponsorship relationship, yep. it was, became more of like a friendship. Yeah. Right. Cause they started to see you open up more. And yeah. And I started going in every week and then I was like, do you boys need any help? On my days off, I was doing literally nothing. I was like, do you boys need any help? And I'd help send out orders with Bell. Oh shit. That's yeah. cool. And, I wasn't getting paid, and which I I didn't I didn't want to be paid. Right, yeah. I like just, I need something to do. <laughs> I was just while I'm here hanging out with the boys, I might as well help out. Yeah, and, and again, it's a it's a sick environment down there. Like it you is. go down there and hang out, and you're almost kind of just like, well, fuck, let me do something. Like yeah, like for instance, today I walk in, <clears throat> gas is there. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, sick, gas is here. Like, yeah, gas is nice. Homie. And then next thing you know, Carson and uh, Millsaps walk in. No shit. And I'm like, what's up, boys? Yeah. And then, yeah. Like, whole crew's there. The whole crew is there. <laughs> right. And it was completely unplanned. Right. And that's the thing with Twitch is it's like a f- Twitch is a family, man. And yep. it's a very family environment yep. around there. So, yeah, I started gaining relationships. And then we kind of just hung out. Like, Twitch invited me over to his house the one night because they're having, like, a, a get-together. And I was like, Okay. Like this, this is cool, and yeah. yeah, now I see him, and it's just like no time what to up, pass. Yeah, like what's right. up? Like it's it's completely normal. So now it, it's people from the East Coast are like, oh my god, you're you're like, I get it all the time. You're boys with Twitch. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but Twitch is a good dude. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, like he's a friend of mine. Like it's 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 normal. And I was yeah. like, if you were out here, it, it would be the same way. Yeah, like, it, it's not. It's not it's just not, me. It's not that way. It's not a one way street. Right. No. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I guess I'm, uh, yeah, the question's always like, oh, how are you friends with him? Like, yeah, because we're dude. both good yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 it's not one, he didn't pick me, okay? Yeah, it's <laughs> not like we're at a lottery, yeah. Yeah, like he picked my number, I was like, oh, oh fuck yeah, it. we're friends, all right, cool, <laughs> yeah. right, well, and hey, again, it, it's just, you know, everybody gets all like, holy fuck, you know, so-and-so, and like, that, you know, like, how do they even know you, like? <laughs> I know. Like they're all people, dude. They're all yeah. they're all fucking rad dudes. Like, yeah. Um. So, you said that you kind of already knew who all those guys were. Do you stay up to date on like the freestyle stuff and like the whip contest type of shit? Like, yeah. Like when X Games was going on, mm-hmm. I was all about it. Yeah, all about it. Like I I haven't met Todd Potter's um yet, but. I know one day, like, I'll meet those guys. Like, I met Hodges. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah. Coolest thing. I was like, I-, I get it. He's another normal person. But to be in the presence of somebody that's so badass on a motorcycle, like, yeah. you got to respect that. His bike that. control is insane. You got to respect that. And even Axel. Axel's a pretty <clears throat> cool dude. Like, so, you, you go up and talk to Axel, he'll give you the time of day. Yeah. yeah. It's not, he doesn't just blow you off. Like, it's no. just like, what's up, man? Like, what are you doing? How's your day? Right. And he'll literally have a conversation with you like you guys know each other. Yeah. 
And then, the, dude, the funniest dude in that building is Wanky. I knew oh you were going to say Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> okay. Wanky makes me cry. He's so okay, funny. Okay, so this T-shirt, <laughs> Holy shit, right? yeah. It's dropping Friday. Oh, a little DBK yeah, a little plug DK in there for you, Twitch. Right? So, it's not even yeah, out yet. It's not even out. We're live, baby. But, <laughs> um, so, like, obviously, like, Wanky was wearing it, and Twitch was like, yo, we need to get him good. So he was like, gas, get the camera. And they had cranberry juice. Oh, shit. And, like, I'm sure a lot of you, uh, when this comes out, y- you've already seen it. But yeah. Wanky was in there straight up, Leonard Eat in the bathroom. And they're like, yo, like, you need to come out. I need to go take a piss. <laughs> so Wanky comes out and has no idea what's about to go down. So, like, his reaction was 100% pure. He's like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> dude, so Dude, funny. he's one of my best friends, and that dude is, I've never. And he loves to talk. I I've, love it. I know. I've never love been it. around that dude and not had a fucking blast. DBK has new shit. <laughs> <laughs> dude, oh, he. fuck. Oh, man. I've had such good times with Winky, and I've, I haven't even, like been friends with him for that long uh, dude, every time i go in there what's up dude and i'm like thank you son what's up he we actually plan on having him on here uh, we're trying to work out the subtitles thing do you know how he <laughs> learned how to speak english no nickelodeon that motherfucker taught himself how to speak english by watching old moto movies what no way yeah i it, didn't even he know told that. me that that's 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 a thing yeah he taught himself how to speak must have been fresno smooth by watching just like old moto movies that's cool motocrossed i don't know i don't know what ones he was watching at that time but probably all of them how that's insane that is crazy english is one i've heard english is one of the hardest languages i think it is it is it is the hardest yeah because there's so we're many fortunate. Well, we're there's so many different ways to say shit. Like yeah, read and read and two two. There, there, there. Right. There, there, yeah. <laughs> right. So props to Wanky. We're gonna have him on, and I cannot wait for that episode. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Might have to have a few brewskis in that one. <laughs> Wanky likes his beer. Oh yeah. <laughs> he likes to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so. all right, dude. Well, we've probably been. Si- How long have we been sitting here, Hushboy? Uh. Oh, Sick. nice. All right. Already? Well, we've done good. Yeah, this one went by quick. Um, Miriam, is there anything you want to get out of them before uh, we leave? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you gel amazing with that new Honda 450, but mm. are you still planning on dropping down to 250 next year, Supercross? Yes. And then 450 really? Outdoor? No. So you're going to do 250 Outdoor I'm next? A, I'm a full-time 250 guy next okay. year. Okay. No way. The 450 thing, wasn't that wasn't supposed to be that way, right? You just did that, or was uh, that the plan all year? No, that was the plan all year. Oh, it was. It was. Okay. Uh, they would have liked me to been on 250 for outdoor right. this year, but it was just our budget. 450 things working out pretty good. And I was gonna say it, you, it is. you ride that 450 good. I do. Next year though, that 250, ooh, same as the 450. No, it, and it will be, and we'll have a really good bike next yeah. year. Yeah. Like it, I, we're I know we're in the works of something right now, and it's a lot of good feedback and good. I'm like. I've never raced a really good 250 mm. until mm. this year. So, like, our Supercross bike, I was, like, there's no difference between my bike and, like, Star PC. Like, they got their components, but we have ours, and yep. I know it's just as competitive. Right. Right? So, I know going into next year, I'm excited for the 250 class. It's not to prove anything, because P- 
people try to say, oh, 250 is harder than 450 or vice versa. No, they're <clears throat> all badass guys. Yeah. And I'm just excited just, just to switch it up. Right. Yeah. You know, just, it, it keeps new. it keeps it new, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah, I'm just I'm just excited. I mean, it's a it's a it's a completely new bike for next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And outdoors itself is going to be gnarly, but no, nah, it'll it'll be good. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for uh, that. That's exciting. Yeah. Change is always good. It Sim- is. Simple change. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, sick. Good shit, dude. Well, we, uh, fucking we good luck at Dilla this weekend, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it a lot. Yeah. We, we excited uh, to watch. We'll be rooting for you. And uh, we appreciate you coming on. We are uh, we are a big fan of Cody Shock and your sick style and your sick rips and all that good stuff. Nah, I try to keep it fun, but try not to lap me at the next Paula. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. He, he's gonna literally lap you going by, thinking like he told me not to do this to him. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't. But remember, <laughs> everything's out of love. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. So no, fuck that. Lap me faster. Go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll go. block the dudes behind you. But think of it. <laughs> Don't you be turning you on. Lap less. Exactly. Less, uh, that is true. I do less. enjoy that. Yeah. No, so I don't. He's actually I don't like out. that a lot. <laughs> he's already thinking about Paula. We're not even there yet. <laughs> <laughs> See? My mistake. This is how it happens. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. But all right. We, uh, we are going to check out. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, drop that subscription on us. Maybe leave a comment. Maybe leave a like. It goes a long ways for us. Um, we would not be here without our sponsors. So thank you to them. And... Uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here and go eat some food. I Please like tell that. your friends. Yeah. Friends, family. I moms, mean, wives, husbands. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe the moms. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah moms? definitely the moms. Yeah, the, we'll <laughs> save that for the next episode, but I like where you're going with this. We're going to go get some dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peace. And we are out. Peace. <laughs> yeah. Long way of milk. Here we go. <laughs> no, have you heard my nickname? No. It's fucking Cougar Baby. Nice. <laughs> I'm about to go to the grocery store and put that pineapple upside down, you know what I'm saying? No, it's it's a real thing. Cougar bait's a real name.